sneeze or a cough? It was a sneeze. Okay, bless you. I'm okay with uh, people saying bless you. I'm used to it. But what I don't like is like you have a series of sneezes, they like say, six of them or mm, seven. And they bless you, everyone. On everyone. Every single one. I'd rather have just a blanket blessing. That but all of the sneezes in that series of sneezes. I think because uh, I've had those like a series of sneezes. Oh, I do. Yeah, it's a frenzy for me. Uh, and they they give you a bless you like hey bless you you sneeze, and the next is like hey bless you you sneeze. But uh, if someone catches it after a series, they go, ah, bless you. It's more emphasis on the bless you. I guess you it, so you're saying if you wait to the end and then. Yeah, I guess if they knew it ahead of time, they probably would give you a, a, a larger bless you. But uh, there's no way to know. I, um, I came up with an invention when I was in the shower today. Uh, the invention has nothing to do with the shower. That's just, it just I, that's where it popped was, into my head. I was going to say, I think it's a PG-13 podcast. <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I come up with a lot of creative ideas when I'm driving or in the shower. Because I'm like actually alone with my thoughts, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, uh, you know, I'm hard of hearing because I've been blasting 300 watt amplifiers into my ears yeah. for 25 years. Uh, which I do wear some hearing protection now. Because I like to do things after it's too late. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this all the stuff with the masks has made it a little bit challenging for me. Because the mask muffles what they're saying. And I already can't hear that good. Plus, I've kind of gotten in the habit of like reading people's lips. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like putting on closed captioning in the house. Right. I, I don't have to have it, but it helps. It helps. If there's a quiet spot. Uh, or that word is kind of... You can hear all the normal words, but yeah. that certain word is inaudible. It, yeah. helps, it helps bridge that gap. Yeah. It's just like it's a visual aid in my, in my listening. Yeah. So I've, I, I'm not able to do either of those things yeah. with the masks on. So I find myself a lot when I'm out in public like, huh? What? What'd you what? say? What was that? I'm sorry. Take your so mask off. I've got an idea. Um, get a little microphone. It could be a tiny little thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it don't have to be nothing fancy. And it goes inside the mask, and then you have a little speaker you clip on your lapel. Yeah. And it amplifies from behind the mask what you're saying without compromising your breathing stuff. And to expand on that, uh, while I was on Facebook on my phone today, you know, I was scrolling around. There was this weird advertisement thing or something. One of the things you just scroll on past, it was an advertisement for a mask that was clear no, that would help. and you could and you could still see the mouth so well the deluxe model of my invention which by the way <laughs> if somebody steals my idea all i ask for is a uh, one million u.s dollars or a case for of my be- creative or a case of beer or a case of mccallan yes, yeah case this yeah. is gonna make millions so yeah. giving case. me a million is not a not a big deal if okay. you think uh, about it like that or a case of McAllen. Or a case of McAllen. Twelve-year-old at least, or up. minimum. Twelve and up. Twelve and up. If you if you give me a case of ten, I'm gonna s- sell it and go buy a bunch of twelves. <laughs> yeah. Um, the deluxe model has a little screen that you wear as a necklace, mm-hmm. and it's gonna cost quite a bit more, but it's worth it. It listens to what you're saying and types it out on the screen so you are closed captions closed caption okay i got you and see that'll come in handy even you know hopefully this all this is going to blow over one day and maybe we won't need masks but if you've got a friend or family member who's hearing impaired and you don't know sign language just put on your mask and start talking to them they'll just read it off your little screen there they got the technology to do that we got robots on mars man oh yeah we got you know, we got we got the technology. Oh yeah. I just need somebody to run with my idea, give me one million U.S. dollars, preferably not in cash because. Oh no! This is how in I want. Cash. I want it in a in a big bag with a dollar sign on the front of it. Yes. Like like, uh, like they have in the cartoons. Like money bags from Monopoly. Yes. That's exactly. Monopoly. 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 I haven't been drinking before I got on this podcast. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a minute. I want you to 
catch me up on what's going on with uh, with Kim and everything. You went by and had a beer with him on the way over. Um, one announcement that I can make now is it's official that Kill J is going to be playing Cruising Amory uh, July the 25th. Um, we played last year. We're going. It's confirmed we're going to play again this year. And as far as I know, all the stuff that they do, they're going to do. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any restrictions. I think the majority of the stuff is people, the the whole thing is people riding around in their cars. So So you're social distanced already. A car length. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. Well, I don't know about, well, this coincides, me not knowing about the, the cornhole tournament and stuff like that and the people in the crowd well evidently it's wide open because we're playing and there's gonna be people standing well, there's around there. there is a crowd I, mean, I was just but, saying that in jest but uh, you know there is a crowd well chad houston the godfather of cruise name cruise Amory, the inventor the creator the what no. what, what his name title be we'll ask him that when I he's here it's don chad but he, <laughs> he's gonna be here in the studio with us on our next episode I talked to him tonight, and uh, he's like, yeah, let's do it. And he's going to talk about, give us all the details on Cruz and Amory. If there's going to be any restrictions, um, the, of course, the date again is July 25th. It's going to be in Amory, Mississippi. And if you want to know where in Amory, just come to Amory. Just you'll come see to Amory <laughs> and, and get in line. Yeah. L- literally get in line. Yeah, you'll find it. Uh, It'll find you. Last year was my first year, and I, I want to say it was one of the coolest things that's came to Amory since I've been in Amory, and I've been in Amory for a long time, so... It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty cool little event. Yeah, it on. really caught traction like right away. Uh, I think it was, I think it was starved people. There was people were starved for it, and they wanted it, and that that always helps when people want something. Yeah, it's kind of like Comic Con and Cheapo. Even if they don't know that they want it, I didn't necessarily know that I wanted to go ride you, the loop again. But right. When it all came together, I was like, dude, this is awesome. It's kind of like Cheapo Con. Cheapo Con, all they had to do was have one. Yeah. There was people, so many people starved for it. Yeah. That that people were going to come to it. For sure. So we're real excited about that. And also, Chad opened up a restaurant in Amory. The Gemstone. It, the Gemstone. It's, is it open for dining now? Uh, or is it's it not open for dining. They're, uh, they're, I think they're doing some, they've done a soft, op- soft opening this past week. And I think they're doing a soft opening for you know invites. It's, it's Should coming. we put him on the spot and see if he needs uh, <laughs> a real pop culture to cover the – do the coverage <laughs> of the, the grand, grand opening? opening. <laughs> uh, but it will uh, – I think he had a tentative date. I can't remember the date. I think it was July. Sometime in July, he was going to be opening up. They should do it July twelfth. That's my birthday. Uh, I think it was a weekend. I think it was a couple of days before, but it was close to that. Uh, but yeah, I, it's it's something uh, I'm super excited about. I've got some curbside from him twice, so uh, the food was great. So it's going to be good food. So besides the fact that you know you can go to a, an establishment in Amory and, and order a beer or a, or a cocktail I may eat there tomorrow a, a glass of beer are they open for lunch takeaway for I lunch? don't think so yet not yet just dinner no, I don't think anything yet well how'd you get curbside uh, I think they, they he posted on Facebook when, oh, when it's available oh. um, well this whatever what I've seen on Facebook and the testimonials I've heard is nothing dude, but good it's good and they're gonna it's, have you know good. beer now that Amory's wit they're gonna have it's, beer it's and so crazy I'm assuming liquor too yes they, he posted maybe. on Facebook his uh his bar coming in, and uh, I was actually I was driving when the when Laura told me about the post, and uh, there was no Scott, so I told her to ask him where the Scotch was. So she asked him where's the Scotch at. Anthony wants to know, and he said he's not done yet. So <laughs> so there would be Scotch there. So no Johnny Walker. <laughs> Hashtag Johnny Walker sucks. I mean, you know, I got the Johnny Walker people, people like on the line, and, and they're not happy. I, I don't care. They wanted to be a sponsor, but they've pulled out all interest in this podcast. <laughs> well, they can be a sponsor if they make better scotch. Oh, uh, oh. shots for it. Yeah. But I, I think I'm super excited for the fall for uh, a place to go and. I'm just gonna do something I've never had to do. Grab a here. pint of beer on. I was gonna turn me down. Yeah. yeah, look at those files. They're That's like, what happens when I drink a little bit before I come over here. I guess you're not all mumbly and yeah. quiet. But yeah, I'm super excited for this fall place to go uh, grab a pint of beer or a, a cocktail of some sort in Amory when you got to drive in Amory before a ball game a college football game and be college football fan so that would be great no you're not a college football fan you're an Alabama fan I'm no I watch all college football oh do you oh yeah you keep up of, with every team I keep up with just every team as much as possible huh 
Yeah. I'll watch the games after Alabama gets to be playing. Yeah. Gotcha. So when does that start, college football? I think it's either the last weekend in August or the first week in September is when it usually happens. Hmm. Um, before we get to like some of the stuff I want to talk about uh, as by way of announcements, the big news in nerd culture that shook the internet to its core this week oh. is that Michael Keaton Michael. is returning as friggin' Batman, son. <laughs> oh. What uh, up? <laughs> yeah, it happened. I yeah. was I was concerned for. Uh, I, I, my first reaction, I saw it on Facebook first. I was, I was like, bullshit. I was concerned for you. I was like, oh my god, Mark's having a heart attack right now, dude. <laughs> and I know how they're gonna do it. They're, from what I understand, they have you know fully confirmed the Flash movies back on for a little while. It was like mm. they pulled it. Now they're like not pulling it. And the the rumors, the story was at the beginning it was going to be based or loosely based off Flashpoint, which Flashpoint was a short run of about maybe ten comics. It was like just a little mini series about the that was based on the Flash. And well, the number one's on my wall right there. That single one that's hanging up there is really good, and it it really deals with time travel and the multiverse. And now that they're cinematically debuting the multiverse, which the multiverse has been around in the comics since, I don't know, the 60s, 70s for sure, because Crisis on Infinite Earths was in the 70s. Um, the introduction of the multiverse means infinite possibilities. You could have Michael Keaton's Batman's universe mm -hmm. separate, but still tied into the DCU lore. And in another timeline, did you, if you're jumping between timelines... You could go visit Christian Bell's Batman. You could even have a CG Adam West Batman. Adam West Batman, yeah. I mean, you could tie everything together with the multiverse. It's like a, the perfect conduit. And Marvel sort of has a multiverse, but I'm glad that DC's playing this card because it can really help fix some of the continuity woes that they've faced through some of their movies. I say woes because I'm not going to call them failures. Because there's some movies I don't agree that, with the general uh, opinion of. I, I think because failures means economical failure, not mean storyline failure. And for a comic book fan, storyline could work, but uh, economically it could just fail in the box office. Oh yeah, there's and that too. That's that's a, a big thing. There's a lot of movies that were considered considered quote unquote flops that are just absolutely fantastic because they made a hundred million instead of. 250 yeah, two, yeah. billion million. I'm like, ugh, you gotta be kidding me. But anyway, the, the, I know for a fact the Flashpoint is a great story. I, I encourage anyone to read it. If you don't like reading, they made an animated movie uh, based on the comic. And it's really good. It's the, it's the one that introduces Thomas Wayne as Batman. Because there's a timeline. The Flashpoint timeline that they go to uh... What happened in that timeline is Bruce Wayne didn't get killed in the alleyway. And I mean, no, the the parents didn't get killed in the alleyway. Bruce Wayne did. And it caused the, the mother, Martha, to go insane and become the Joker. And Thomas Wayne became Batman. But he's a badass Batman. He drinks yeah. whiskey. He uses guns. Like, he kills people. Like, he don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. That's my kind of Batman. He gives no Fs at all. So anyway, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm sure that's how they're going to bring Michael Keaton into it. Is they're going to say, "Oh, well, this still exists. Right. It's just in a different timeline." And like I said, it just ties everything together in a neat little package. And you couple that with the announcements of the Snyder Cut finally being released. I mean, there's some exciting things happening. And um, I've got HBO Max, so I'm ready. Yeah, they have DC on there, so you watch all the kind of DC stuff. Well, they're they're releasing the Snyder Cut exclusively on HBO Max, yeah. and uh, what I heard, which I hope to be true, is there's so much footage that wasn't used. They're going to release the Snyder Cut as a four-part, one-hour series oh. instead of just like a long movie. It's going to be four one-hour shows. How cool would that be? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I know you don't care about superhero movies as much as I do, but, but you, you do keep up with the movies. Them. Yeah, I watch yeah. the movies. I watch all of them. Yeah. It's just the comic books. I'm not a real big in the comic yeah. books. Well, that's what came first. 
I understand that. But uh, I'm not the comic book. I'm the movie guy. So I, I, I get my nerd creds in other places. Yeah, you're a dungeon master. <laughs> Second edition. <laughs> so... That uh, was there- first edition. I chose second. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's all I was going to talk about as far as announcements. Um, yeah, we talked about Snarka, uh the internet being broke over Michael Keaton. That's just so cool. I don't know. Uh, are they going to try to say that? Because they're going to surely they're going to have him at the age he is now versus trying to make him. I mean, they could de-age him. They do that now, and he could yeah. still be. Or is he going to be an older Batman that's like the 30 years later? Because the guy that played Alfred in those movies, I think, has passed away. Oh, probably. So, uh, but if if they're going with that, then it it would make sense that Alfred wouldn't be there because Alfred's old, way older than Bruce Wayne. And if Bruce Wayne's old, you know, Alfred would be gone by then. And I don't know if you've heard of it or not because it was actually an animated a TV show before the comic, if I'm not mistaken, but it's called Batman Beyond, and it's an older, aged Bruce Wayne that's like retired as Batman, but he's mentoring a younger generation Batman, uh, Terry McGinnis, or is it Terry Guinness? It's McGinnis, and uh, it's really cool. They could do something with that, like Michael Keaton could be the the older Bruce Wayne that's ushering in a new Batman. Infinite possibilities, good stuff. I'm excited. Exciting I, things. I really want to play. Oh yeah! Even if it's a quick cameo, just, a cameo, just knowing that my Batman is going to be back yeah, on the screen again. It's like when uh, when I say even a subtle when uh, what was that movie? It came out and it's not even that good. I mean, it's, it's my a, chair, by the way. I, it's not that good. It's okay. Clash the new Clash of the Titans that came out. I don't know when. The remake. The remake. I don't even know if I watched it. Uh, I watched it. It is okay, but I remember the original Clash of the Titans and. I, there was one part in the movie and they was looking around in an old trunk and they pick up that old clockwork owl. Yeah. And I was like, yes! I got it super excited. That's all. The, that's the cameo from the old one that they gave. Oh, okay. But I yeah. was super excited. I like stuff like that. You remember that? Yeah. The, the I old, watched the original as a kid yeah, on I rem- TV. That old clockwork owl was one of the, the, I guess the, I don't know, the cutesy parts of the show that they, they paid homage to and I thought that was kind of cool. Um... Somehow you saying that reminded me. I watched. Uh, I finally watched The Watchmen on HBO. I still have. It's good. It's I really good. Two episodes. That's all I watched. And I'm not that. You know, when it comes to like Batman and Justice League and shit like that, like I know. You know, I'm the guy to take to Batman trivia night if you want to right. want a free pint glass. I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I know more than you most. When it comes to Watchmen, I really don't know that much about them. I just saw the movie. Right. You know that came out years ago. Uh, so I went into it like having no clue. It's really cool. It's a really good show. It's really neat. Like, it's trippy. <clears throat> I heard it got canceled. Ah. I heard it was the last season. There was only one. I, right? I heard it was gonna, that was going to... That's it. Oh, well, I think the guy that, that did this series said that he... That's the story he wanted to tell. That's the story he wanted to tell and he's done. To tell and he's done. He don't really have anything else to say about it. You know, but... <clears throat> I mean, it was a hit, for far as I know. Somebody else could pick it up, I assume, and run with it. I'm going to watch it this weekend. I finished the show. I yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I'm going to watch it this weekend. <clears throat> you finished the what? Homeland. I've been oh. watching Homeland. Uh, watching it work. And it sucks. Let me see. Not, this is not really a podcast thing, but I got some wireless headphones that I use at work. Uh, and I have to be to be Cooper Tire approved there. Noise canceling. Because it's a sa- would it be a safety issue if it's you had a, safety a cord? Issue. No, it's not the cord. They're noise canceling, so that they block the noise. I have to wear earplugs at work, so oh, they're noise canceling to keep your to protect your hearing. To protect I my hearing. So, uh, I, but I have to charge them up before I go to work, and they last about ten hours. That's how long it lasts? I'm working twelve hour shift. Oh. Well, I was watching, and I was on the season finale of the la- the series finale of the last show, and I was. It was an hour and a half. It was an hour and ten minutes. Your earbuds died. And I was 35 minutes into the show and my earbuds died. Dude, I've got backup <laughs> ear, earbuds in my yeah. desk drawer. They're, they're cheap ones. So, uh, But in case I forget mine or something, I've got backup. I had to wait till I got home. 
But of course, it was almost to the end of the day for when that happened. But I had to wait till I got home, I showered and ate breakfast and got home and had to watch the last 30 minutes of the show. But, uh, it was, it, but I'm done with it. It's pretty cool. I haven't watched any of, any of it. Uh, it's one of those shows that I like. It's one of those kind of spy shows I like, like, you know, Jack Ryan or and Homeland. It's a good show. I like the show. You've got to be in that spy kind of best spy shit. Seeing that thing that's playing on the TV, the screen right there, reminded me. Uh, Kevin Smith said something funny the other day. I've been listening to a lot of his podcasts lately, and man, you should have heard his reaction about Michael Keaton. Oh, I bet he did, they did a whole show about it. But um, he said, "Man, only in 2020 would people uh, would they like come forward and tell you UFOs are real, and we just skip over it." But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like they pretty much confirmed that UFOs exist, and we're like, yeah, you know, yeah. we knew. Yeah. We kind of knew anyway. I mean, it ain't a murder. We got other shit going on. It's not on. a murder hornet. I mean, it ain't special. Yeah, there's so much going on. Such crazy stuff. It's glad. It's, it's, it's refreshing to hear some, some good announcements, some good news. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, do we want to take a quick break before we get into the stuff we were going to talk about? This yeah. has kind of been an intro, but yeah, it's kind of us intro. just talking. Yeah. We'll uh, talk about some beer when we get back. Yeah, we'll talk about our, our, exper- our props. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Oh, there's one more announcement that I forgot to make when we were making announcements. There is a new episode of our spinoff podcast, which is now called Death Savers. You like that name? I love you. It's a, it's I a, do like it. It's a play on words for D&D reference. D&D fans will get it. Used to be called K- KPC Plays D&D, but we're not KPC anymore. So, yeah. And I'm, I've changed the name in the software on the the Potomatic landing site. But I gotta I still gotta change it on our RSS feed somehow. Cause I think it's still coming up as our old name when you search for it. But we post links when there's a new episode on our social media. So look you know, follow us on Facebook and you'll 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 know when a new episode comes out either way. Or if you're subscribed to it, it'll still continue to come down like it was before. But anyway, there's a new episode out We've kind of given that whole that that whole podcast a facelift, and part one of our capture the flag series was uploaded a couple weeks ago, and part two is finished. And all I have to do is put it together and publish it, so it'll be coming out really soon. Did you listen to the capture the flag thing? I haven't listened to any of them yet. I had a real good time doing it. I hope people like listening to it because it was definitely fun to do. It was a, just a fun little campaign. Didn't really have any vested interest. We're just playing capture the flag. You know, we yeah. were trying to get get their flag. They're trying to get ours, and we're trying to kill each other in the process. And there's magic walls respawning and sweet popping up. Yeah, it's neat. Sounds Clint, awesome. Clint did a good job DMing that, and and we did one round, and that's part one. And I think Kelly said the whole rest of it. Is going to be on part two, so there's not going to be a, a part three if I remember correctly. Um, but there's been other D and D stuff recorded for that show, so there's a lot of material sitting just waiting to be, you know, processed. So there's there's a lot of new stuff coming on on that on our little spinoff thing. I've had a good time like playing D and D again. It's nice. I'll be a part of it this winter. This winter. That's my claim now. You're going to start coming over? This winter. You, is it going to take you that long to convert from second edition to fifth? No, it's going to take me long to finish writing what I'm writing. Oh, uh, interesting. Bum, bum, bum. Well, you know, I seriously yeah. want to do an episode of Death Savers with us playing Arkham Horror. Oh, that's a, that's going to happen before then. Yeah. That, uh, absolutely. I don't would, the, would the Arkham Horror set like fit on the bar there? No. It wouldn't? No. Even if, What if you just didn't use the expansions? No. Wow. It's freaking huge. It may fit on the island inside the house. Well, that's not, it's not much bigger than the bar. It's, it's wider than it's the bar. Wider. Yeah. It's the width. It's the width that's the problem. That's what she so said. Si- that's what she <laughs> a said. A six-foot folding uh, table wouldn't work either then, would it? If we had them both here, what could make it work? Uh, we'll play it here, here in the main cave. 
and I'll make it work. Well, we can use the mobile setup and do it in the house. I mean, if it, that's it, necessary. We'll, we'll play test it. We're going to play test it before we do it on the air anyway. Yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, I hate to say we're not going to do it organically and just do it. Uh, we're going to play test because it's a complicated game. Yeah, because I have no idea. It's got a lot. I've just heard it's a cool game. It's got a lot of mechanics. You'll love it. You'll love it. I'm sure. It's got a lot of mechanics to it. I figure what we'll do is we'll do, if not me, you and Clint, it'd be me and you and Kelly. What's the minimum amount of players you need for that? One. You can play by yourself? You can literally play the game by yourself. Have you done that before? Uh, no, I have not. I've played it with two people as most I've played it. But I figure me, you, and Clint, or me, you, and Kelly will play it first. Now, uh, the table at Clint's house is huge. Did we play D&D on? Yeah, it's not big enough. My kitchen table won't hold it all. It's just huge. It's just a, it's a massive game if you spread it all out. I think that thing's expensive. Yeah, the game? Yeah. It's like 80 bucks. That's oh, what I figured it would be more than that. That's what I pay for it brand new is 80 Of course, bucks. you bought all those expansions, too, so there's yeah, no telling how much you've like got time. Which is like $49, $50 the expansion, depending on the expansion. Uh, probably what I'll do, well, definitely what I'll do is when we set a date and time to, to play, even the test run, I'll start watching a ton of YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, watch the YouTube videos. Watch the YouTube videos, and you'll see. And that's just gonna make you want to make you make, play it more. When I when I had to DM my my game that I did my session, which I don't think I've ever told you about it, but it went pretty good. I was pretty proud of myself. I haven't DM'd Fifth Edition like ever, or no, I have. It's just been a long. You started time. with us. That's right, but I was yeah. using the kit. The you was using the kit. kit. I started kit, which yeah. was fun. That's the starter pack thing. What uh, we just we just bought the twenty dollar starter kit and and ran that campaign that came with it. Uh, it was pretty cool. The thing with Arkham Horror Eagle, it, it's it's still a board game, but it's still complex enough to appease the minds of some uh, really hardcore gamers. So if somebody who's not a gamer at all, uh, they can play the game. Like Laura, Laura, Laura could play this game, or somebody real hardcore like me or Clint, who's been playing D and D forever. Uh, yeah. that it still it still satisfies satisfies that need. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I've I've heard a lot about it. I've, a lot of people that play D and D play it too. I just, yes, I just it's, it's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah, and uh, what I was saying about videos is uh, when it was time for me to DM, I had my story written that like because I'm a creative, uh, and I like to make things. So building a story was fun to me. I'm not saying I'm good at it. I'm saying I enjoy doing it. Uh, so that part I had a long time ago. Like I drew the maps and had. It. I even have a bigger module that goes with that that loosely ties in with that campaign. But at any rate, it was like the specifics of the rules that I was a little fuzzy on. So I, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos, and there's some really good ones on playing D and D. Like there's one is so like I went all the way down to the basics, even the stuff I already knew. I was, you know, I was watching it anyway, just to just to start from the basics and go all the way up. And this guy actually ran a like a little makeshift campaign, showing you how to. Like he said, okay, this is your character. This he rolls good. for you, and he's he, like DMs a little game right there on on the on YouTube. If I could remember, I'd give him a shout out. But uh, it's really cool. And then it gets more and more and more advanced, and pretty much gets as as advanced as you want to get. But at any rate, one thing I wanted to talk about is we took a little vacation, a uh, oh, yes, much-needed uh, getaway, and uh, I like how this story, uh, like how it came to be discovering this place. We went to eat lunch at this place. What was it called? The dock or something? Oh, like the that? shack. The shack. The shack. It was on the on the water. It was a really nice place, and. Uh-huh. Of course, they came and asked us what we wanted to drink, and we said we want something local. Like, what do you got? Yeah, local beer. They're like, oh, we got you. There's this place called Props. It's a brewery, or more like a brew pub. It's a yeah. It's well, now they pub. distribute too, so they just technically it, wouldn't be the place we went was a brew pub. We uh, we said, where's this? Where, where is this place? And she said, it's right down the road. Yeah, That's what she said. Uh, and so we were immediately interested, but then when we drank the beer, we were really, really interested. It's a good beer. I actually gave Kim one of those beers tonight. Oh, really? uh, so I, the, that IPA that we drank that day. Mm. Uh, I bought a six-pack and brought some home. But, um, yeah, we uh, we went to where they brew it. But the, the, and the women, we had to go to pub. We had to go buy some groceries while we was on vacation. Yeah, and we got dropped off and when they, at the It was brewery. in the same shopping complex so they dropped yeah. us off at the brewery and they went and bought groceries 
which well, obviously we had already eaten, but they had food there. But then, this is the first time. That first time, yeah. This was uh, in yeah. The second time we went back and we ate, yes. and they they got really good food too. But they have a, a rotating lineup of beers, and it's veteran owned. Uh, again, Vet- it's called Props. We told them we'd give them a shout out. Veterans owned and veteran operated Props Brewery, and uh, they make good beer. Fort Walton Brewery. And we Fort- discovered uh, we were so disappointed when we went back they didn't have it, but they had a cucumber lime beer. Cucumber lime pilsner. That's it's amazing. the epitome of lawnmower beer. It's a beer you want to drink on the beach. Beach beer, lawnmower beer. Yeah, it's a beer you want to drink you on the beach. You just got through weed eating. You're covered in grass and sweat. Hey, you want to drink you're hot. That's what you want. You you can hear that. What's that What's that sound when it's real hot outside? That rattly, cranky thing? It's something. It's like there's a honeybee behind you, but you don't know if it's there. <laughs> mm. You hear that sound that you hear mm. when you see and feel hot things. And you just want to walk in and grab one of those cucumber lime and... Just smash the, it. The uh, waitress there, we was she was we was talking beer with her. She sat and hung out with us for a little bit, talking beer, and uh, she said if we wanted to, she recommended a brewery that we should go visit. So uh, me and Laura went. You you and Lisa went to a Target or Walmart. And, uh, TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. <laughs> that was her brewery. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Me and Laura went to uh, what's my shirt say? Fort Walton Brewing. Fort Walton Brewing. We went there. It's That's a, a cool shirt. Oh uh, yeah. It's, 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 it says the same thing on the front and back. Yeah. Uh, Fort Walton Brewing. It's a small place. They have a food truck set out front. It's uh, it's a nice little brewery. If you go the to the area, uh. You should just take a day out. They're open on just a weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or something like that. Uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, or something. I can't remember the days. Uh, if you go there and nobody's there, they're close that day. Uh, they have some good beer. I drank a brown ale. Uh, I think it was an English brown. Laura drank a watermelon goza that was amazing. It was. You were talking about that before we started recording. Amazing. That sounds really good. I want to make one. It's amazing. And I told him I'd give him a shout out. We need to make one in the hot part of summer because that's yes. a good summer beer. We want to make it in the hot You don't want to drink that in like uh, and in we February. Talk, we talked to the brewers and it's a husband and wife team and they said, uh, she said they try to keep a Goza on, on, on site all the time. She said they don't have a flagship beer. They just make beer. They don't have something that's their go-to. Uh, they just make beer and the beer's what they make but they try to keep some kind of a goza just for the people who just don't really like craft beer uh, but that goza was really good I'm not a goza fan at all I mean I've drank some that I've, I've, I've accepted like, eh, I'll drink it but this beer this goza was good especially in Florida I can see it being a, a staple I drank I drank a, a English brown I drank a heavy bison and I, I think Laura drank a the watermelon goes in there. I think they had a great because all their beers are good. Yeah. It raised me price. And then I went to the, uh, I call the satellite props on the, the other you, side of town. Yeah. And it's it's just a bar. It's not a restaurant. I don't think you can get food there at all. I think that's where they mainly brew all their beer. Yeah. You, you walk in the door and there's a bar right there. There's a couple of tables to the side. When we went, there wasn't many people in there. But you go through these two big double doors and then there's the whole brewery that's probably where which i don't know how it works but they they don't just brew to sell at their place they also distribute they brew to, i yeah, went they, they i went and bought a six pack at like yeah Publix. Publix yeah yeah but yeah that was a. That's oh this is one thing i don't even think i told you i can't remember when i was sitting there at the bar drinking there was a, a poster on the wall and I was reading it, and uh, turns out these these two guys next to us they're they're actually from Australia. They had the Australian accent, and uh, you could tell they were there for work, and then they'd get off and go over there and drink so beer. Were they from Australia, or are they from here and just talking an Australian accent? If they were, if it was not an authentic Australian accent, it was a damn good one. <laughs> okay, it's no, you could tell you could tell they were because they were like making fun of our beaches and stuff, and uh, you, yeah, you could tell they were from Australia. But anyway. They were doing this thing that I was reading about. It's called 100 Beers in 60 Days. 60 Days, yeah, I've seen that. It, it works out to be like four beers a day, yeah. I think. Um, 
you drink a hundred beers in sixty days, and you get three dollar only on Wednesday nights for life. On Wednesday nights, you get three dollar pints and fifteen percent off all your food, and this big, nice engraved mug that you can get anything you won't put on it. Sweet. Not mug, but a uh, pint glass. But it's an actual pint, like this right here. This is this not is, a pint. It's like that, yeah. This is probably maybe 16 ounces, probably 12. That's a glass from props right there. Gonna... Yeah, that I'm drinking out of. <laughs> yeah. We bought all kinds of stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. It was a cool oh. place. I loved the place. It was, it was nice. How, how many ounces are in a pint? 16. Well, this is probably 12. But it's a big, like, pint glass that you can get stuff engraved on. And I think you also get, like, a shirt. Like, you get a lot of stuff. Of course, you're talking about craft beer, which is not, you know, it's not expensive, but it's. You probably wanted to spend in yeah, like four hundred dollars. Yeah, it's a you're averaging five dollars a beer. So, but here's the kicker: they had one guy that did it in like four or six days. That's what I'm going to do next time I go. What do you think? We went there twice. They said he was a, like a a jog, like a runner, and and he would come get his beers like four or whatever time, and then go running and come back, and he would come in multiple times a day. But he did it in like six days. Damn. Uh, That's ten beers a day. We went there twice, and the last time, the, the like within a month. No, it's it's a hundred beers. Yeah. So it's a hundred beers in, in in six days. Yeah. So so it's ten beers a day. Yeah. Uh, but it's ten craft beers. craft beers. It's not an ultra. I could drink ten ultras a day. Yeah. The, the two times we went, we went like a month apart, right? Yeah. But we only stayed a weekend. Yeah. We basically stayed a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday when we come home. What if we get to the point where we stay a whole week there, like a real vacation instead of just one of these quick getaways that we've been doing, we stayed a whole week there. I think uh, we we could probably we might be able to knock one knock you it think? out. If we put our mind to it. <sighs> yeah, but you'd have to go in there. Every day, at least once a day. At least once a day. You have to go there at least once a day. But uh. Yeah, because if you miss a, if you miss one day, you're screwed. If we stayed there, is that what you put drinking like? You know. If we stayed there five the days. If, if you stayed there a week, a full seven days, you're looking at just under twenty beers a day, right? Five. If it's a five-day week, you're looking at five. 20. Oh, that's right. It's a hundred. Why well, I keep thinking sixty? It's, you're looking at twenty it's beers. It's a hundred beers in sixty days. You're not looking 60 at twenty beers. beers in seven days. And oh, a, I mean twenty. A, twenty beers in a five-day period would be a hundred beers in a five-day period would be twenty beers a day. No, that's not possible. That's not possible. Not not drinking craft beer. Not drinking. No. We're not talking about Miller Lot here. No, we're talking so. like some of those beers are like nine percent alcohol. So it's like four beers in one. It'd be fun, Sharon. Hey, I would <laughs> never have that much fun failing at something in my entire life. Uh, but yeah, if you're, uh, but I guess we're saying uh, if you're if you're in the Destin, Fort Walton, Okaloosa Island area, go check out Props Props uh, Brewery and go check out Fort Walton Beach Brewery. They're good. They got good beers. They're good peoples too, man. That waitress, she stood at our table she for stood like. At- 30 minutes. Good 30 minutes just talking, talking beer with us. Talking uh, beer, talking about the best time to She sit there 20 minutes after that talking seashells with Laura. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, just talking about picking the seashells. On the, but, uh, yeah, the guys and props are great. And the the, the, the couple, uh, the husband and wife team at uh, Ford Walton, Ford Walton Brewing, uh, great beer, good, uh, good little atmosphere. It's cool to hang out there. Cool. Uh, you said you went by Kim Coleman's earlier. Is there anything going on in the 1817 <sighs> Brewing Company world? Uh, he's just brewing beer, trying to deal with COVID. Yeah, uh, I bet that hurt him bad. But uh, trying to deal with COVID. But they started that whole thing, and I'm I'm assuming they did it in Tupelo, where you could get curbside beer. I I, right? I don't know. He's not set up for that, so I don't think he can. Well, I thought it was like the restaurants. Oh yeah, restaurants, but I. But they, well, they passed a yeah. a law, and I guess it's temporarily or whatever. Yeah. The, the restaurants and places that have you know beers on tap, you can get a beer. I, I didn't really ask because before that, it wasn't legal for them to do that. True. I don't know if that's, that had benefited. I'm, I'm sure it did. I mean, I'm sure it didn't hurt. It sure it did. It's not up to the par of what he's used to, up to standard. Oh God, no. 
but uh because when you do takeaway food you're just like you're getting the food to go somewhere and eat and it's it's a different experience than i'm gonna go in here and i'm gonna get a beer and i'm gonna sit here and drink my beer while i wait for my food it's just a different kind of thing that's a lot to do with what, what me going out to drink yeah i'm gonna when you go out to eat, you want to see what they got on tap. Uh, yeah, you uh, want to see what kind of scotch they got. Uh, yeah. uh, that's, that's you want to decide which one you want yeah. while you're deciding your food. And yeah, I get and it. It's it's awesome. That's why we work. We can flip back. We don't work to pay light bills. Yeah, we work to drink McAllen, man. <laughs> we, can, we can flip back to our vacation real quick, and we did we did find a place that has McAllen rare cask on on uh, while we were and down, you got some down in Florida, and you were nice enough to give me a little sip, and it was amazing. Uh, it's not too expensive. What was that I ordered? You got a Lagoon ten year old, which is not bad. Scotch mm-hmm. and, and it's different. It's different. It's very it's different. different. You got to be a, you got to be a man who wants some Scotch. It's a different kind of ball game there. Yeah, you gotta you gotta come, you gotta be ready. Yeah, it, it it's it's ready to go out of the bottle. But you know what I mean. I've drank it a few times. It's one of those scotches you crave on a rare occasion. It's like yeah. If I even me, I want some, which I can, you know, people I think people think I drink a lot and I do, uh, but it's different if you got a bottle of Jack Daniels in the cabinet and a bottle of Scotch. Yeah, it's totally different. Like I make bottles of Macallan last like six months to a year. Six months to a year. Easy. That one that Kelly bought me, that orange one right there, it lasted over a year. Yeah. Where um, Jack Daniels lasted. I remember one of your 18-year-olds lasted a year. An 18-year-old lasted uh, over a year. Where uh, Jack Daniels A lasted. bottle of Jack Daniels might last a weekend. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. But the, I feel like that scotch that I drank, that would probably last me like Oh, longer. Because long it's an acquired taste. It's not yeah. a... It's, it's like even if I'm in the mood for scotch, I may not be in the mood for that. But, but that it's scotch. still a good scotch. It's, it's, it's weird. It's real peaty. It tastes like Peedy, chewing, yeah. real peaty. Smells like a Band-Aid. It's, it's, it tastes like chewing on a leather string. It, or chewing on like a, a sandal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's real. Like a sandal from like Roman times. <laughs> yeah, it's, a clean sandal. Like they just made it. And they're fixing to like but, uh, put it on the, in the display case. I, and you just grab it and start I, chewing on when it. When I first drank that particular, uh, I think it was, it's LaFrog. That's what it was. LaFrog 10-year-old. Not LaDoodle. It was LaFrog 10-year-old. Yeah. The first time I drank it, I didn't like it. But I drank it. I did not I did not drink it. I drank it. I was like, I eh, it's not my thing. But then I was like, it's a, it's, I compare it to the first time I tried sushi. The first time I tried sushi, I didn't really like it. But then, just out of, out of, out of the blue, I started craving it. It's like, mm, I think I want some, some tuna and rice and a little piece, some wasabi on top. <laughs> uh, I think I want some real smoky. Liquor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's something that comes out of nowhere. Is it just me or the wasabi at different places has a different level of intensity? Yes. I've eaten wasabi before where I can just smear it all over the top of one of my roll pieces. Mm-hmm. But then some I've got where you just dip the you tip get, of your chopstick you in it. Look at it and you're like, yeah, I start yeah. watering. Yeah. It's and I'm I'm a person who really, really likes hot stuff. And I've eaten some wasabi before that I'm like, woo, hold up. You can, that's what's crazy. Laura, I, I like a little bit of hot. You like really hot, I like a little heat. But Laura likes eh, a heat, eh, like a hint of heat. But she will chow down on stuff with some horseradish in it. Yeah. It's a different kind of heat. That horseradish mustard sauce they have at the flying oh, saucer. Oh, my God. It is good. It will open your f- whole face up. Yeah. If you're stopped up and you go eat there, I hope yeah. you got some napkins. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's open. Yeah. But I like it. And it seems like it used to be even stronger. I don't know. It's strong. It's still strong. Yeah, it's strong. It's good. Yeah, I'm 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 not down with horseradish. I, I like it. What is is that what's in wasabi? What's in wasabi? It's a, it's a Japanese horseradish is what it is. What is it like a plant? I mean, yeah, it's a plant. It's a type of horseradish specific to Japan. Huh. It's a horseradish. It's a root. Nice. Yeah. Some good stuff, man. Yeah, it is. And I always eat a pe- at least one piece of ginger when I eat sushi because yeah. they say that cleans your palate and it helps with your stomach. Helps digestion. Your digestion. Yeah. 
In case you get a bad piece of sushi, it might counteract. Counteract. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Don't take my yeah. advice or anything. <laughs> don't go eating a whole bunch of ginger saying, hey, we can eat anything now. <laughs> we can eat cans. <laughs> what are we at, 45 minutes? Man, we could do an outro. We got a show. What else are we supposed to talk about today? That was it. We talked about everything we were supposed to talk about. Going back to Tim, uh, Tim, Kim Coleman, there was a beer he told me that he was working on that I, I don't remember what it was called, but I just remember going, man, that sounds awesome. And he probably, I probably don't even need to mention it if I could remember it because it's not ready yet, but. Let's just let's just say there's good things coming. There's good things coming. Good things coming down good, the down the pipeline. There's good things. There's coming. good things coming from the from Kim Coleman, 1817 Brewing Company. Uh, yeah. Let's take a break. Turn that air conditioner on, and then come back and wrap this bad boy up. Right then. Be kind of a little short one. Mm-hmm. You know what happens when I say it's going to be a short one? We'll come back and do a two-hour outro. Right, two-hour outro. Yeah, it didn't seem that hot outside till you turn that AC Take. off. We turn the AC off when we record because you can hear it big time in the microphones. We still have a fan on, you can probably hear. And I'm sure you can hear my dog making all kinds of noises in the background from time to time. He makes every kind of noise there it's is to really make. It's humid out there. I think that's what it is. It rained today, brought in that humidity. It's humid. It's like he- it that air's heavy. It's like humid. It needs another syllable. It, 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 it doesn't, yeah, it's thick. It's thick out there. I don't know if I'm ever going to get to mow my grass. Uh, it won't stop raining. My grass is freaking knee-deep. Knee-deep. Yeah. Should I read the... Should I read the... You haven't even heard the bad I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Let me tell this story real quick. I used to have a work study that worked for me. And uh, he kept a running list of band names. Like, cool ideas for band names. You know, like you'll yeah. say something funny, you'll be like, hey, that'd be a good band name. Like Swamp Ass at the Horicon. Swamp Ass at Horicon. The yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a real pop culture addition. I don't think I. It's not on the list. <laughs> it's not on the list. I'm at it. Yeah. Anyway, I would think of names and he would add them to the list. I would be like, oh, I got one today. And I haven't heard from him in years years and we, I came up with a funny one earlier and texted it to him. he's like added <laughs> I was like text me the whole list because I don't even remember it so he sent it to me and I was going to read it and fair warning some of these are kind of you know uh, not PG-13 not PG-13 <laughs> but they're funny so it's okay alright here's here's the list of band names so if you're a band especially like maybe a punk rock band and you're looking for a name oh yeah Always a pot run bad. Uh, asthma Flatfoot, Toaster Suicide, Drive Through Lobotomy, Dashboard Pancake, Pavement Flop, Maximum Donut, Meth Gator, Torn Iris, Sleeveless Jean Jacket, Garbage Shark, Shrunken Head Banana, Raptor Piss, that was my addition, Rib Cage Headrest, Drive In Hamburger Bar, Trailer Park Food Stamps, Pork Chop Butterfly, Violent Emissions. <laughs> Infinite Karate. That was one of mine, too. Uh, Demonic Ejaculation. Mustache Truck. Hot Dog Scissors. Erectile Disco Function. Tit Plow. Meth Mamba. (laughs) Sleeper Cell Game Warden. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Seven Foot Fetus. Mock Chicken. Alabama Sex Dungeon. Shark Shark. Penis punching possum, clap free koalas, mayonnaise machine, multi purpose missile, catfish night raid, milk lake, dinosaur mayonnaise, fleshlight muffler, (laughs) food shovel, and the latest edition, farts and boners at the massage parlor. (laughs) That's stupid. I like it. I got one, but I, mean, I can't say it. You can't say it? No, it's, it's too explicit. Some of those are pretty funny. Here's the thing. Um, shark shark can be interchangeable for uh, shark shark. Or sh- shark shark. 
I'm, I'm getting t- my tongue tied. <laughs> shart shark or shark shart? Because <laughs> uh, a shark shart would be funny. All of those names just reminded me what uh, a friend of ours, a friend of mine from the past said. You know him, it's Fox. Yeah. But Matt Bailey, you're going to have to get your censure button ready on this one. <laughs> Because you know Matt Bailey. Yes, I do. Fox. Yeah. And he used to call people for this on occasion. He would call, hold on, let me get a drink of beer. <laughs> wow. It's going to take a minute. But this is the best punk rock band name ever. Shoulder fire pump action <laughs> sucker. I'm sending that to him. <laughs> All right, say that again. <laughs> Shoulder action. Shoulder fire. Shoulder fire. Pump action. <laughs> and you know the rest. <laughs> I just sent it to him. Is that not hilarious? Like the only time we ever contact one another <laughs> is, when, you have a crazy is when we have a crazy band yeah. name. And that's not even the original list, I don't think. I think there was more that we forgot. But I really loved, I remember uh, I did Infinite Karate and Mustache Truck and a few <laughs> others. Mustache Truck, I mean, that's, you can visualize that, yeah. right? That's a good band. Oh, yeah. Mustache Truck. If I saw that on a marquee, I'm going to pay my money. I'm going to pay my money and see what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to grow my mustache out. Just call it a mustache truck. Mustache truck. Just like shave the beard and just grow mustache. Well, all those band names we can use as beer names too. Because uh, yeah. one of them was a beer name, Raptor Piss. Yeah, I named the beer. I forgot we didn't on, on the on while we was on vacation. What? We were sitting there talking, and she was talking about life on the beach and living down there. And she said down something. There. I was like, "You should name a beer after that." Oh, a hundred days of hell. Hundred days of hell. That'd be a badass beer. That's a bad name. Bad name. That'd be a bad name. Did I say bad bad name? I think you need to text that guy. Yeah, a hundred days of hell. A hundred days of hell. Well, they say that there's a stretch between one holiday and the next. Which one was it? Uh, it's the from the beginning of beach season to the uh, cl- I guess the climate. When all the tourists are at yeah. the beach, the, all the people that work down there call it hundred days. It's of hell. called the hundred days of hell, and she referred to it as the hundred days of hell. I was like, holy crap, you need to name a beer to that. She was like, wow. She was like, do. wow, we do. <laughs> she was like, and you were like, like, I want a free pint. I was like, I want a free pint <laughs> if you do. Uh, they they're leaving money on the table. Well, like if, if you they don't, don't name a beer to that, I'm going to. Because even if the locals don't drink it, I mean, even if the tourists don't drink it, the locals will be like, because like, they know that term. Exactly, they know the term. Like, no, no, I gotta thing. try that. We uh, we went down there, and the first the first night it was uh, the first day there was a great day. We, we had a great day on the beach. We spent out there. It was a, it was a great day. The water was the, clear. The next day, there's all this algae and stuff. Yeah. And then we went to the brewery. I and we it was found, seaweed. We found out it was called June grass. June grass. Yeah. So they should have a beer called June grass. Hell yeah. Yeah. What beer would you make to call it June grass? I would make a fresh hop or a wet hop Ooh. beer. We haven't made a fresh hop since the uh, real pop fresh hop pale ale. Kill pop fresh hop pale Well, it, you know. Oh, I don't you mean. He got retconned. <laughs> but uh, that's how I would make. I would make a, a wet hop beer. Call it June grass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're almost at an hour. We need to do at least an hour. At least, at least an hour. We got, we got six minutes. Well, I'll have to do some editing. Oh crap! Probably not that much. We've got to where I don't have to do that much editing anymore. We got better. I think we finally learned how to do this. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some laughter. I'm gonna dub in some laughter. I've got, I've got yeast to make beer. Yeah, well, why don't, we haven't made beer. Like, you would think in quarantine we would have made a lot of beer. I did. But we I did at the beginning. Like, two, I, in the two beginning. batches, man. And, uh, but it's kind of dwindling down. I still got some uh, some of the Zythos Pale Ale with the lemon drop. And I, we still got some of the Warrior Pale Ale. The How Warrior. much is the Warrior? That's what I've got in here. Yeah, that's what you got. Yeah, I'm still drinking on it. I still got I, I pulled off a yeah. pint last night. Uh, I emptied... I pulled a growler off of the amber and emptied it, and I still got some of the the IPA, and I emptied it. So beer uh, seems to last a lot longer at your house. Than it it does, does last a lot longer at my house. 
and I think, and it tastes different. So I think it's going to have to. Stay. Like there'll be beers that we made that I forgot about. It's going to have to. And you'll bring over a growler with it in there. Stay longer at my house before it comes over here because the aging aging factor does make a big difference. Yeah. And what it's supposed to taste like. But I, I'm going to do a. Uh, we're going to do our stout. It's our. I guess you could. It's not our flagship because our flagship is pretty much our, our smash that Marisol Cascade smash. That's pretty much our the house. Dude, that barley wine. The house beer. That barley one's so good. I want to make another one. We're going to make a barley one, but I'm going to do something different. Like, if we make a barley wine right now, would it even be ready by Christmas? No. Oh, it'd be ready. I mean, yeah, it'd be ready after, you know, a few months. But it it wouldn't have reached its potential. Because I like drinking barley wines around the holidays. Is that weird? (sighs) It's a time of celebration. Yeah, we could drink it. It'd be sick. It'd you be... don't want to drink a barley wine on the beach. No, you do not. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking if we made a barley wine right now, by end of January, it'd be perfect. And we'll do the second runnings and have a good beer we can we'll drink a within a couple of three weeks. We'll have a good pale ale and drink after about a two or three Let's weeks. do it, man. Uh, I want to make an Anchor Steam. I got the yeast for that. I got that ordered. California Common. So I got the yeast for that. And I'm going to make it the, uh, the stout, that sweet stout we've made three different times uh, I, guess, big I guess you could say that's a cold time the, our, how long does it age the style it don't really age it's good it's good in a month so uh, we can have it ready to go in a month but uh, I think I want to have that ready by the fall so I think we'll brew the uh, if we want to brew a uh, the California common and then brew a barley wine and then brew the the barley wine and produce two beers and then after that, we can brew the uh, stout and have it ready by late fall. I think we'll have it set up pretty nice. Nice. So we'll have an Anchor Steam, which is basically an amber beer, an amber ale. And then we'll have a, uh, a barley wine that we wouldn't be drinking, but we will produce a pale ale off of it. So we'll have an amber, a pale, and then a stout. And... uh. At some point in time or another, I'm going to do an ESB. So. ESB? At ESB, yeah. We've drank one a couple of times from the uh, Homebrew Club. Got the Homebrew Club's brew one. Drew. Yeah. Hey, Drew. I don't know if you listen to the podcast. Shout out. But we just talked to you. We'll said, tag him. said, hey, you should listen to the podcast because we're talking about you. Uh, he had an ESB. The North, we, North we, Mississippi Homebrew Club. North Mississippi Homebrew Club. Uh, we uh, He had a... An extra special bitter that we really liked. We wanted to bring one of those. Yeah, we had a good meeting. Oh, yeah, we had a kick-ass meeting the last time oh, we went. two weeks ago. Something like that. It wasn't that long ago we had a, we had a meeting. And we're, we're going to brew a beer at the next meeting. Well, they're... They're meeting that morning to get the ingredients to brew a beer. What did they just... What did we decide on? Uh, Octoberfest. That's right, it's an Oktoberfest. And then we're going over to uh, somebody's house. And uh, That got canceled. It did? Yeah, you didn't read the group me, did you? No. Damn it, Mark. I have to, uh, so many apps I have to open to see what's going on. Open your on. app! Like, I have to open 12 <laughs> apps to see just to see what is happening. Uh, yeah, it got canceled, so uh, I think we need to ball in your, to your place. Oh, it got canceled because of the location? Yeah, the location got canceled. The only thing about that means it sucks that Corey can't be there. Yeah, we'll, we'll work it out. Uh, we're going to do one at the uh, Nothing Clubland before long. Yeah, we need to do that. August. Write, write that down. August? Yeah, why not? It's hot. Well, we'll be at a fish. Well, you don't want to brew beer in August? Yeah. I want to yeah. be brewing beer like this weekend. What are you doing I'm working. Weekend? You're working? Working. The next weekend after that I will be. Alright. Uh-huh. Alright, we're almost at an hour. Got I milked it for a little more time. A few more seconds. As if it matters. Does it? <laughs> no. What do you put some filler in there? I'm gonna buy me a mic. You've been saying that for a while. I've been saying I'm You're gonna start start reviewing stuff. I'm gonna do it right now. Got meow. I just bought one. They got some good ones out there now. Used to, like that snowball mic over there. 
Man, that would be perfect for you. That's what I need. And it because it's USB and it just yeah, plugs into your laptop what or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy me one of those right there. I'm gonna get home. I think I paid like fifty bucks for that. I'm gonna buy one. It's totally worth it. You know what I use it for mostly? I don't even know why it's here. Like, if I'm ever somewhere else editing the podcast and I need to add something in that I forgot, or I've had to do intros, but like, there's been times that we came over here and did a podcast and we didn't do an intro or outro Mm -hmm. because we got a little distracted or intoxicated. Oh, yeah. And I'd have to do one by myself. So I'll just plug that in real quick while I'm editing and just hit record and talk. We used to have a thing where we was like, Every Sunday at like three thirty, we used to have a schedule. It was podcast time. Yeah. Regardless. Well, now on Sundays we play D and D. How long y'all play? Uh, from the time we get there, which is between twelve and one, till about five or six. Okay. We we'll have to, we'll have, to <gasps> a, we'll have to find a day. Yeah. To we'll do have to put some more way. hours in some of these days. Yeah. Well, even if we could set up like a bi-weekly schedule, like if we, uh, we don't have to record every week necessarily we we i try to release two shows a month two shows a month i like i like releasing two shows a month but tune in next week we'll have chad houston in the studio with us talking about don't he pick and grin oh yes he does i think y'all hey if y'all want mark and chad to like pick out a song and sing it let us know or just just say, yeah. I didn't even know he played guitar a little. Yeah, I, I saw uh, saw him uh, on Instagram or you, yeah. or Facebook or something. Mark and Chad are going to play a song on the podcast. We can do some. We can pick. I'm just going to say that. We can do some pick. Hey, we just called. We just called Kim out here. And he can pick the yeah. too. I, well, I want uh, Colors That End in Purple, his band, to come out here and play. Oh, hell yeah. Do a live session. Hell yeah. Have the mayor out here. That would be badass. Uh, what's his name? Bubba Cheese, the drummer. Yeah. That's the coolest name ever. Bubba Cheese, yes it is. That's better than Megasonic Teenage Warhead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to the episode. Oh my God, I have no idea what episode this is. Oh crap! Let me pull up the internet. Let me dial up real quick. Oh, I just saw something on the screen that reminded me. Did you ever watch the show Community? No. It's on Netflix now. You need to watch it. It's funny. Okay. It's hilarious. I am going to go home tonight and watch a show on Disney+. Plus. They have a show on there other than The Mandalorian? I, it's a new show that came out a couple of weeks ago that I was going to watch. But it's based off a, a book series. And that I've... It's a kid book series. So it's Disney. But, uh, called Artemis File. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. And we'll talk about it next time. Damn, on. our last episode was published Whew. May May twenty May twenty first. So it's basically a month ago. But then uh, there was another one in May. Then there was two in April, two in March. No, three in March. We we usually we usually do biweekly. We're yeah. good. So this will be episode one thirty nine er. Niner. I think when we get to 150, we should do something cool. Uh, we've already talked about that. Yeah. We're, we're going to do something cool. Cool. It, but we didn't talk about doing it at 150, did we? Yes. Oh. We just talked about doing it. We didn't say a number when we was going to do it. But 150 is a good opportunity to do it. And if I push it... And if I push yeah, because at this rate, if we're doing two a month and I we're p- at 139, how, how long is that before we get to 150? So let's just say we're 40. And if we do two a month... So you're gonna. Suck. I don't math too good. So that's five months away. We're gonna get there before that. But we can if we try. We can start putting out yeah. more episodes. Uh, we don't have to do it at 150. We can just do it when we want to. Well, we can record it when we want to and air it as 150. That's true. Uh, we can like do three podcasts of just me going, "Hey, welcome to episode 144." Yeah. Thank you, good night. Mm-hmm. Down there. Uh, and then cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> cue the music. Uh, yeah, 150. And uh, I think when we done our special thing for 100, it was in September. And that was my goal line. Well, I mean, it's not my goal line to set, but that's what I envisioned. It was around September. That was a perfect time. See, so, look, even on this even on this podcast, yeah. it says killpopculture.podomatic.com in the RSS feed. But I think when you search for real pop culture on iTunes, it, it pops comes up. up. Yeah. 
So I don't know about Death Savers. If you can search Death Savers yet. Because we changed the name. <coughs> Anyways, excuse me. I choked on my own spit. <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode 139 of Real Pop Culture. We are broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J. <laughs> the Kill J. I'm not even drunk. Wah, wah, wah. Thank you for <laughs> listening to this shit. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you for listening to episode 139 of Real Pop Culture Real Broadcasting Live. I'm high top the... What is wrong with me tonight? I'm out of practice. The one and only four at the QJ The one and only four. At the QJ Ranch. The one and only four. Floor. Floor? Or floor. I don't know what it is. The first and only Only floor. I used to do that in my sleep. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Real Pop Culture, episode 139. We are broadcasting live from the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. See you later, bro. See? Was that so hard? Yeah, it was. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs>